So, other than that, the how is the new operating system, Mrs. Lincoln? Uh, she's dead. She cannot hear you. <laughs> Plus, she's clearly more of a PC. Yosemite killed Mary Todd Lincoln. <laughs> that is a meme that has not had its day yet, I have to say, and I was not expecting. So I'll tell you, um, following a Twitter conversation that Moltz was even a participant in, I have that doesn't changed, sound like me. I have changed Yosemite to my liking a bit more, um, and it took oh. a minute. It took a minute because at first I was like, "No, this is too this is too different. I can't keep right. it this way." And then I was like, "Then I turned it off. Uh, I haven't even said what it is yet." And then I was like, "Nope, I, I have a guess. now. I have to go back." So I, I, I know what it is. Accessibility. I went to Vision Display, ah. and I checked the old Increase Contrast button, and suddenly Yosemite looks very different. It's still recognizably Yosemite, but it does, it's not your mother's Yosemite, because I know your mother, and I know her Yosemite. <laughs> not a euphemism. But the Increase Contrast option under the Accessibility Preference pane, it, suddenly everything has borders. It's a little bit less floaty. It's kind of what I wish iOS 7 and now 8 looked like, instead of having just hollow buttons floating in space. Um, I like it. So I'm 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 increased contrast 100% of the time. Uh, I think Gruber had said that he thought of it as what a modern version of OS Mac OS six would be like. All right. So I haven't done this at all. Tell me what I'm. What I, I want to know now. What what go are you guys experiencing? Yeah. Go okay. to go to accessibility. Yep. I'm there. And uh, this will totally screw up your rec- recording. The, the, <laughs> the increased contrast checkbox. Okay. Whoa! So suddenly the ah! colors are darker. Transparency gets, even though it's not turning off translucency, it just makes the translucency ah! less without losing right. the total effect. Um, oh my god! Fonts lo- get bolder. It looks like an OS eight. Right. There's lines. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's yeah. Um, and it's, it's blast. It's, it's a blast from the past. This is, you get used to it pretty quickly, and I trippy. think I prefer it aesthetically to pure Yosemite. And now it'll sync with your Newton. <laughs> <laughs> that is one feature that I've been missing, but which will it handle? Joke, which is a joke I made on Twitter. You did. I, didn't, I wasn't going to yeah. call you out on it, but you oh, I, I, I've been skimming around on Twitter <laughs> recently, and I don't never read John's jokes anyway. So you know. <laughs> All right, I, I like this differentiate without color button. That, that's a music. That's a, that's just a great description. I have no idea what it means. It's for colorblindness people. Color yeah, blindness yeah, people. but I, I. It's funny because I, I I can't wait. Can I if I can see color? Will I not be able to differentiate after I click that? You still will. I will say, if you really want to play with this stuff, Mergan uh, had talked about that. <gasps> yeah, if you do the grayscale with and increased contrast. Colors. I just turned all of them on. No, if you, if you just do <laughs> wow. grayscale and contrast, it's pretty hip. Wow. Grayscale and contrast? Grayscale yeah. and increased contrast. Right. It's pretty It's pretty. Oh. Except for, you know, it's the lack of black colors. And white. It's black and white, man. Well, it's grayscale, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want some serious fun as you just fine, dial display fine, contrast at the maximum, too, while you're at it. Oh, God. No. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, but now when I bring it back down, everything looks so washed out. Yeah. I had I had increased contrast on for a while, and I, I might go back and forth. Oh, that's that's the ideal. I want to give the I want to give the normal look of a try for a while. You know, I kind of like the normal look. Um, I yeah. will say I've been trying on my iMac. I've been using the dark mode, um, which I think looks better there than it does on my MacBook Air for whatever reason. I think just the graphics 
horsepower, it like actually renders transparent menus a little bit better. Um, except for the fact that I think the only menu bar icon that does not currently work is Crash Plan, which has got like some crazy, crazy stuff going on. But all the everything else I use in my menu bar has already adapted to sort of the dark mode thing. And I kind of like the dark dock, actually. I think of the things there, it is the it is the niftiest looking. It almost has like an embossed look. Huh. I think I my know. dock is so small, I don't think I'd be able to. <laughs> I've heard that about your dock. <laughs> you got like one, one, no thanks. One pixel oh, icons. <laughs> nice, man. Oh, man. It was a tough crowd today. Dan, Dan's you not just reading did my, say my your Twitter dock stream was anymore. so wall. <laughs> and you're Swedish, what that, so we know what you're saying. <laughs> I spent the week. <laughs> Moving on from Yosemite, I spent the week getting angrier, not at Phil Schiller, but angrier <laughs> at the iPad Mini 2. Two or three? Three, whatever it's three. called. The okay. iPad Mini 3. three. I got angry yeah. and angry at the existence of the iPad Mini 3 Is and the th- intentional sandbagging of the new iPad Mini. Sure, sure. Let's talk about that. Was there a specific iPad Mini 3 that had your anger, or are you like in an Apple store yelling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just at that gold color <laughs> iPad Mini 3? What are you doing here? Who are you? You know, on a recent episode of uh, Jason Sell and Mike Curley's Upgrade podcast, they suggested you should go into an Apple store yeah, and yell out this. the thing that triggers Siri when it's plugged in. I'm not going to say it lest I screw with people's <laughs> iOS devices now, but go in there and say, hey, you know who, but actually say it. And I think that sounds like a lot of fun. But no, this is just, I am mad at the existence run away. of the iPad mini 3. So I, I actually ended up buying an iPad mini 2. Smart man. Yeah. Uh, and, and in fact, I bought a I bought a refurb too, so it was even a little bit cheaper. And so I felt like I feel nice. pretty good about this. I bought a three <laughs> for three hundred bucks. I got a thirty two gig iPad Mini two Retina display, beautiful. And it's like that's what like two hundred dollars cheaper than a comparable iPad Mini three. That would be sixty four gigs. Yes, because they got rid of the thirty two gig. But I still I still feel like I came out ahead there. And like the you know with right. all the internals being the same, and it was it's a huge step up, just like night and day from the original iPad Mini so much nicer and i feel like you know i don't feel like i'm significantly behind the curve which is nice now i know you guys don't read what i write um so uh you probably don't know that i wrote a piece for macworld about the pricing of where low end it's a it's a it's a site on the internet not Um, familiar with it poor man's daring fireball familiar (laughs) i thought i was the poor man i was about to say very nice website is the poor man's daring fireball um actually (laughs) the really the really poor the indigent it's the, thought, it's the poor man's very nice website. I yeah. thought the impetus for your Macworld story was last week's rebound, in fact. Some and of it. I thought it was a really good article. I, yeah. I, I was sure that you paid wow. somebody else to oh, ghostwrite it for you. I actually read it too, but I read it in RSS feed so nobody would get the money. <laughs> man, you're. It's a good thing you're not bitter, though. No, no, I'm, I'm cool. We cool. Uh, because it, it's like all these devices, I mean, like the. Still having the iPad mini, the old iPad mini at the bottom of the iPad line, the kind of weak low-end iMac and the kind of weak low-end Mac mini all seem like sort of cynical attempts to just basically get you to buy the next <laughs> the next level up. Yeah, I thought you made a good point about the, you know, about Apple products traditionally being like value improvements as you go along as opposed to, you know, things that are are deliberately kind of like handicapped. Like you right. got the sense that this time around, if touch ID didn't exist, 
they basically say, and we just want to let you know, we have some really exciting uh, things we're working on for the iPad mini and that'll come out next year or whatever. And then people see like, oh my God, I can't believe it. But this is like such a fake update and it's such a nothing update. It's just, it's frustrating. I wonder why, like that's, you know, it's just going on the speculation branch. Like why not bring it up to par with the iPad Air? Do they really think that the Air 2 was, you know, in risk at risk of cannibalization from the mini you know if they if they'd updated them both because last year when they brought out the mini 2 and the original ipad air they were actually pretty close like processor wise and everything right um i think uber made this point and so why not is it just like you know we think it's like a supply chain thing or they are they deliberately making like a business strategy move here i would i it seems like they plan these things well enough in advance that they should have had like at the like if it's a thing of constraint of chips like they would have been able to plan for that so it, i just and and last year it sort of seemed odd that they actually made them both exactly the same yeah see i didn't think, so I think they kind of i thought it seemed awesome well sure it was awesome i think it was awesome but it seemed strange to me because usually like the bigger one just is a little bit more powerful Right. Well, the bigger ones had had been. That's the big difference, right? It's the same as like, you know, you can get a a comparably equipped uh, 32-inch television or 36-inch television because that's the size that people buy now. Or, you know, an 11- or 13-inch MacBook. And in theory, like, you can get them to be pretty comparable under the hood, even if the stock versions aren't that way because they're mostly distinguishing based on screen size. But here they're like, nope, never mind. Well, and it's and it's interesting how much the whole uh, storage size thing has filtered through, you know, some of the rest of the Apple lineup too. Because there's a lot of places now where I feel like, you know, if you get like a MacBook with like 128 versus 256 gigabytes of flash storage, that's the main differentiating factor. Um, which is, and I don't know, that's just it strikes me as as a stranger thing to differentiate on because that traditionally used to be one of the things that was like easiest to upgrade. <laughs> but nowadays they solder right. everything to the motherboard, so you can't do that anyways. <laughs> Honestly, I think that your piece is is spot on, Maltz, which pains me to say. I think I it's probably I I appreciate truer. That. It's probably truer on the like the sixteen gig to sixty four gig thing, right? We'll we'll keep right. sixteen gigs so that you're motivated to do this with the iPad Mini three. I feel like it's more about uh, wanting to get the average sale price of iPads up overall, right? because nobody, more people, if you need, I think they know that most people aren't going to upgrade their iPads each year. So like, well, people who didn't buy one. Last year, maybe this time we'll get them because now it's got the Touch ID. It doesn't need anything more. And if they think it's not beefy enough, they'll get the iPad Air and we'll make even extra money. And like, it's 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 business cynical. I don't know because it, it seems to me that there are uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like there are people who are iPad Air people who are who are 11 inch tablet people and people who are what is it seven nine eight six and a half <laughs> whatever the small one you know there are big big tablet people and small tablet people. So and, you think you think that form factor is the is the is the like key differentiator in terms of like yeah the market. I mean did you how much did you consider getting an air I thought about it because of the fact that the the specs were are so much better you know and the fact that it's got like that new screen that's much closer to the iPhone screen in terms of like the laminated pixels and it's got yeah. Touch ID and all this stuff like when you add all those things together it makes a more compelling argument but at the end of yeah, the day but if the, but if the screen size were I mean if if the specs were the same. Other than screen size. I'll buy a mini in a heartbeat. You buy a mini in yeah. a heartbeat, whereas I would buy an Air in a heartbeat. Right. I, I think in, in the same way that I have an 11-inch MacBook Air, because I like the compact size, Right. you know, I think there are other people who are like, oh, I would never go less than 13-inch for, for my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never go less than 13 inches for my dock. Trying to force the Lex on that or one. For my laptop. 
Um, so here, I was going to say, though, I mean, based on, so on Monday, Apple had its financials and the iPad sales are still not quite like, they certainly don't seem to be on par with where Apple hoped them to be. And I think, you know, we were talking about like people upgrade their iPads less frequently and Apple's response to that was like, well, we don't really know how often people upgrade their iPads because we haven't been doing this long enough. Um, and I think that's an interesting point when you consider that the iPad's only four years old. And it's like, oh, man, you know, these things are they're more expensive than a phone if you're buying a phone on subsidy, which most people probably are. And so people aren't probably quite as blithe about like every year getting a new iPad. Right. They expect that to last a few years. Um, I actually had a really interesting conversation with a friend of mine yesterday who has a the black MacBook, like the plastic black (laughs) MacBook. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she she was trying to get it. She went into a, I think Apple to have something looked at, and they're like, "Well, you can, you should really upgrade to Snow." What the hell's this? <laughs> um, but like, it was fascinating because she, she, her argument was, Apple should make their products a little bit less good, so you don't feel as bad about upgrading something that mostly still works. <laughs> Um, which I thought was an interesting argument because she's like, oh, you have a phone that works pretty pretty well except for the fact that the newest software on it doesn't run. If they just like didn't, you know, if they make their stuff slightly less good so it didn't last as long, you wouldn't feel as bad about upgrading it. I already feel like we get we get inundated with people who complain every time there's an iOS update about how, oh, it ruined my phone. Can't imagine them actually <laughs> trying to make it worse than that. I Yeah, I mean... They can't win, right? If they if it gets right. too crappy too fast, then you're like, well, why? Apple's clearly just doing this to be crappy so that I have to upgrade my stuff. And I, I think that Apple's impressive about how long they allow, how long stuff can last. And I think that's, and so that's to me, that's exactly it tricky, it, right? Though, Nobody's right? going to upgrade from the iPad Mini two to the iPad Mini three except for very rich, stupid people. From the Mini two or the original <laughs> Mini. From, wow. from the Mini 2. There's no reason to go from the Mini 2 to the Mini yeah. 3. Well, sure. Oh, from the Mini 2, you're right. But from the original Mini, I think there's a more compelling yeah. argument. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like... Oh, yeah. No, it's much more compelling. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a relatively smart, rich person. If they, had, if they had made it more iPad Air 2-esque, if the internals had been upgraded, I would have at least thought, maybe I'll sell off my oldest iPad and just get this newest one into the family. But it's not at all compelling. There's no reason to bring the new iPad Mini two into my house if I already, or the iPad Mini three into my house if I already have the iPad Mini two. And they could have, they could have gotten an extra couple hundred bucks from me, and they lost it. They lost it. Tim Cook's gonna not get his bonus this year. <laughs> I believe his bonus is one dollar. <laughs> the bono, it's the salary that's a dollar. It's never the bonus. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It seems really weird. I also felt like, you know, maybe we're just harping on about the same stuff we talked about last week with the event being a little bit underwhelming. Um, <laughs> underwhelming enough to take two episodes. Two episodes. Down. That's how angry we are. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I felt similar with the, you know, we talked about the Mac lineup too. I feel like similar thing with that. It seemed weird, st- you know, weird things to upgrade, I think for the holiday season too, like the iMac and the Mac mini. Like, I can't think that either of those are particularly huge holiday sellers. Um, well, the iMac might be. But... Eh, maybe the iMac. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, the laptop lines do so much better, right, than the desktop line. So much better. Right. Um, and so... did they, Wait, did they actually update the, the rest of the iMac line or, or just announce the, re- the I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think they even updated the rest of the yeah. iMac line. Yeah. Yeah. So, so nobody's, nobody's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I read an iMac, not really at Christmas. No, that's, <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty fancy. And the Mac yeah, Mini is yeah. like, here, kid. Have a computer without a monitor or a right. keyboard no. or anything. If you're if you're gonna get the five K iMac, that's because your family celebrates Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa, and so it's like the one size gift, gifts all. <laughs> uh, 
I I think which <laughs> is not touching. I'm not touching that. Here's the thing with the Yosemite is that I feel like I I feel like I'm maybe missing out on not having it on a Retina machine. Do either of you have it on a machine that has a Retina display? I do not. Do not have a Retina machine. I too I own I own no Retina Mac. Huh. And three I... Mac nerds and no Retina Macs among us. <laughs> Thing is, I, I think I complained about this last time because we're too. writers. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm fearful of being annoyed by the Retina Mac when I'm looking at non-Retina stuff on the web. I'm oh, fearful of that. you being annoyed too. Yeah, <laughs> or There's I'm annoyed at you being fearful. Possibly, I'm not really sure which. My wife bought a, an Air recently, and she was she, she likes to she likes to poke at me, and uh, she was looking at the the laptops, and she's like, "Oh, this Retina, this Retina one looks really nice." <laughs> You don't need a red <laughs> bro. I think I'll get that one. I think Yosemite looks the great. The deuce you will. I think Yosemite <laughs> looks great on non-retina Max if you enable contrast. <laughs> why is that? I mean, why? Because just because it takes away the, the, you don't like the transparency? It's, I don't know. I mean, I, I and so I, I gave the transparency the original look, the stock look of long time because I've been using it on my main machine since the initial beta because I'm a stupid person. Uh-huh. and um go on go on no arguments <laughs> um anybody want to disagree no okay but so i don't know it's just something about the um it's everything kind of fades into itself a little bit especially because you know so many windows are white and gray and then there's these grayed out buttons on them and when you increase the contrast you get these little circles around the the close maximize buttons um so they get little outlines and when you don't have increased contrast on, it doesn't have that lens, and they all kind of just fade into each other. I don't know, just the the something about it. I think Dan's right that when you look at Yosemite, it's clearly built thinking we're going to look great on Retina displays. And something yeah. about the increased contrast option says, "Oh, okay, we'll throw you a bone, normal display users." Well, see, here's the thing: is I always hated the the equivalent of that on iOS seven, where it was like you know, like the button shapes and stuff like that, which I always thought looked terrible. Button shapes look terrible. Yeah, yeah. Shapes look yeah. terrible. They look like they were drawn with crayon. Um, and I don't know. I guess I kind of see what you're going for, but like I find it, I think I find it too contrasty. Like it's a little too, too sharp and too garish for me. I, I don't mind the look, honestly. Like it doesn't bother me that much. And again, like you, I've been using the betas for a really long time. Um, so I don't find it like super annoying other than the fact that there are all these bugs that, you know, they haven't fixed. I'm more concerned with that, with the, little, the general bugginess of it than I am with the particular aesthetics of it. Did did either of you ever use Windows 7? Mm, not for more than like literally one minute. I thought they just yeah. skipped that and went to Windows 9. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I mean, it, as someone who did... The transparency is so much more professional in Yosemite than it was in Windows 7 that it's like, you know, it should just shows you the difference in at least taste between the two companies because it was so overdone in Windows 7 that you, <laughs> it was like, it was like the Windows, many of the Windows were like almost like just barely op- opaque. They were actually And windows. it was just, it was just, or yeah, yeah, right. They were almost literally Windows. <laughs> and um, it just, it was like it was filmed in glaucoma vision because you couldn't, <laughs> you just, there was so much going on in the background and, and it was just very jarring to look at. And so this is, this is, you know, I'm not a huge fan of transparency <laughs> at all, really, because when, when they tried to make the menu bar transparent, I immediately turned that off. Right. Um, but at, at least this is, 
this is much better. And than... when Apple says it's going to be open and transparent about all of its business right. practices, John Moulton's like, no way, reduce transparency. But I, I love Apple's marketing copy that talks about how, you know, it gives you a better sense of, you know, where your windows are in relationship to one another. But I never had that problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Where is this window? I haven't found myself losing windows. <laughs> I think I also think it's kind of funny that we almost have themes now. Yeah, We've, so close. you know, after after ditching themes famously when he came back to to Apple, when Steve Jobs came back to Apple, he killed that theme manager. And now we've got like almost three different themes. I mean, you have that reduced contrast theme, you have that what's the other one, the dark one, the dark yeah. mode and then dark just the one is mode. really not much of a theme. <laughs> It's or, different though. I mean, it's it, is it gives you a real different look with that with a black menu bar. Yeah, I, keep it. I think the menus look kind of terrible, unfortunately, still. And maybe that's a limitation of the graphics hardware I'm looking at. But like, for example, I'm looking at it right now, and like as I hover over like items in the in the menu bar, like in the in the drop down menus, like I can watch the text change as I highlight them. Like the font changes slightly. It gets smaller. <laughs> it's weird. It's super weird. That's that is weird. Yeah, it's like it just feels it feels kludgy, right? A little bit. I mean, I like the idea, yeah. and I've been using it, and I I, don't, I kind of enjoy it because I I remember years ago when they, um, reading about Copeland well before it never right. came out, as it were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they had like a dark mode theme in that, uh, right. and I was like, oh yeah. Granted, I was also like sixteen. I was like, this is awesome. That oh, was shut so up! Cool. <laughs> Waltz was forty back then. <laughs> I, are you, if can we switch to can we pivot uh, to iOS eight for a moment? Fuck you, Take no. It turn it first. Wow. First, I want to <laughs> hate know, the word pivot. How it's much just... has knowing that you can uh, interact with notifications on the lock screen? How much has that improved your it is, life? It has changed my life immeasurably. <laughs> it, it's a big deal. I it is actually I keep really forgetting. Nice. I keep forgetting to do it. The 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 biggest problem for me right now, which is one that I'm sure they will fix, is if you just slightly mistap. Like if I typically do it to reply to iMessages more than anything else. So I have a text and I'm gonna write back to it. I'm doing it from the lock screen. If you tap just outside of the banner entry system, uh it vanishes. It goes away. It's like, oh, you've tapped away, so you want to dismiss this. So any messages you have typed in this, never mind, it is gone forever. And it typically happens if I've typed a really long message. Uh, and so that's painful. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I've been really enjoying it. And I think that 8.1, uh, I think we, I would have rather they waited to release 8.1 initially. I'm going to be one of those guys. 8.1 or whatever it is. 8.1, is that what it's called? Yeah. 8.1, right, 8.1. I, I'm liking it. Yeah, well, um, so have you have either of you used Apple Pay? No, not yet. I have an iPhone 5S. So you're dead to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again. No, I tried. I was really excited yesterday, and I went, and I was like, all right, I'm going to put my cards in. This is going to be great. And I opened up the Apple Pay section, and it's like, oh, it didn't. Im- it said it's supposed to import the card from your iTunes account. Didn't do that. I was like, all right, well, I'll just use that thing where it like, takes a picture of your oh, card. Really? It's supposed to import whatever you use your default payment in your iTunes account, which oh, is yeah. handy. They've got oh, that credit card. Up okay. Out. But it has to be, still has to be one of the banks. That's Right. It's uh, imported if it's yes. going to work. That's yeah. the thing. I was like, oh, it didn't import. All right, I'll take a picture. So I took a picture, and I entered all my information, and I hit oh, next or whatever. And it's like, sorry, your card's not supported. And I'm like, wait a second. Right. My card was on this stupid list of uh, banks. And then I went and dug around for a while and found out that they're not turning it on for my card until, like, November. <laughs> and they're like, maybe if you hadn't called it a stupid list, we would have been working now. <laughs> Morning. Yeah, my credit card company is very <laughs> petulant. 
it's pretty safe to assume that your credit card company hates you because basically every credit card company hates my credit card company is generally user, delightful there are users except really? for yes uh usaa they're great oh yeah okay so yeah but except for this regard now they're on my list <laughs> So I have an interesting, I have like, we have like three credit cards. One is with a, with a credit union, which of course will probably be on Apple pay sometime, um, (laughs) slightly before I die, before I die. And the other one is from Chase, but it's an Amazon card. So that'll never go. (laughs) Right. And finally, finally we have one from Bank of America. Um, and that one does work. So, but you Um, haven't used it. I've got one of each. I'm lightly surprised by how enthusiastic people were to try it yesterday. And I think, and I, I fully acknowledge here that I'm going to be somebody who's behind the curve on this one. Like when I was in college and people were trying to download all these illegal MP3s from Napster, I was like, who wants to download the music? What? That's what CDs are for. So I was behind on that one. Um, but <laughs> you still, you still order all your software on disc too, right? <laughs> well, way, to, yeah. way to own up to it though. Buy it in boxes. But so I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't I've never objected to using my credit card, I, especially when we go to chip and pin. Like, it, 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 I mean, I get it. So it's great that you can just put your fingerprint on there and okay, you've paid. But I, I it's solving a problem I don't have. And like the places I most use the credit card are restaurants and not McDonald's, but restaurants where I'm sitting and eating. And are they going to have like portable Apple Pay dongles that they're going to bring? Well, over so to my here's table? the thing: they should because if you go to like so when I was in Canada two weeks ago for Singleton, like that's what they do in Canada. They bring around like the little card reader thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it's it works cool. great. It works yeah. so much better. Your card is never out of your hand for one thing. So there's like, there's no chance of somebody, you know, yep. deciding to nefariously scrape your numbers. If you have chip and pin, you don't even have to sign a receipt. You just put the card in, tap in your pin. It gives you the option to like, hey, do you want to add a tip? Do you want to do it by dollar sign or, or by like dollar amount or percentage? And then <laughs> like having the ability to just not do that math is great. Actually, it's like, oh, percentage, 20%, done. Didn't have to think about it. But I mean, when you use that machine in Canada, did you find yourself thinking constantly, gosh, I wish I could do this with my phone instead? No, but I did find myself thinking, why don't we have this in the U.S.? And is it possible that when we upgrade, like, are we going to skip ahead and sort of jump over the, like, we're not going to go from magnetic swipe to chip and pin directly when there's, like, the phone technology is starting to roll I mean, out more broadly? chip and pin is coming. It's the law. Like, sure, it's, right. It's... I agree. But I think the thing is a lot of the chip and pin readers also have NFC in them. And so the question is, chip and pin, you know, will supersede MagStripe stuff. But I think that if the phones roll out the more time, you're going to see a more even sort of split between chip and pin and phone payments. By the way, I found out that I I had the acronym NFC wrong for what it stands for. It actually stands for no fucking card, which I hadn't realized. (laughs) (laughs) You can pay via NFC. But I I have to say, it does seem like... Enjoy the buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Scott McNulty who said that? (laughs) That Was was I doing a Scott McNulty impression? impression? I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Hello. <laughs> so I'm not saying your life is particularly complicated by the fact that you, you know, oh my God, it's so hard to swipe a card. But I think the security stuff, for example, is a big deal. You know, the the fact that your card number is encrypted, um, I think is major because... I also look forward to the day where I just don't have to carry a wallet around. Right. Or or you can be functional just... if you leave your wallet at home, right? Like, even if you right. still need to carry your wallet for your driver license and other things, either you have a smaller wallet 
or oh my crap you know like you go to the grocery store you forgot your wallet well shit you know like i want to drive all the way back home i can just buy groceries with my phone right all that is cool but like somebody's got to put a legal id on my phone before i can actually leave my wallet at home true how about an illegal id that's fine a fake id yes Um, and, and and then the other thing the other thing is the watch so it's even, you I mean, having done this, having done this, well, I can't talk about it, but because uh, <laughs> I don't have it. Uh, having done that at Disney, though, it's pretty cool being able to just like just swipe your wrist and then enter a pin and you're on your way and you've just spent nine thousand dollars on lunch. <laughs> That's all right. Your, your watch is going to cost nine thousand dollars. So <laughs> you're good for it. Well, mine. Well, mine will. Sure. Yeah. Because I, you know, I need the gold one. Yeah, well, that's I know the kind of man you are. It's got to match your gold chains. <laughs> Everything is gold here. <laughs> you got a gold iPhone, gold iPad. They don't even sell a gold, gold MacBook gold Air, car. but you got a gold MacBook. Now this show that uh, the iWatch, no, the Apple Watch keynote <laughs> was the last keynote you attended, Dan. Right, and then that's, the next day was the the Mac World of Inc. Um, I so blocked it out. This show didn't exist back then. That's true. Had we had the chance to do the show, I certainly would have been enthusiastic about the Apple Watch, and I remain so. But let's take a minute to go back in time and say, holy shit, that video of here's how you pay now, and here's how you pay with Apple Pay was an embarrassment. <laughs> like, the let's do the true, before, how difficult is modern life without this new convenience infomercial style video was was terrible. <laughs> I, I agree that the, the production value was terrible. I thought the message was was valid. I've been looking for years to get way like, can I just get rid of a receipts? You know, and and finally it's... more places have stopped. Like, my, I go to my grocery store now, and they often ask if I want my receipt. I'm like, no, don't want it because it's just it adds up. It's just paper, and like especially when everything that you do is logged. Like, I can go look at my credit card statement online, right? You know, I don't want pieces of paper that I invariably shove in my pocket, don't think about, and then like three months later, I'm like, oh, here's these leftover receipts from, <laughs> from things I bought that I'm never yeah. going to return or need to know anything about. But uh, do you don't think that uh, that video was really good in the original Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Still making nine nine jokes. I said I like the part where Eddie Q tries to buy stuff with the Apple Pay system and totally fails. Like when he tries to do the secret handshake. <laughs> that was deep catalog. Sorry, I, I forgot that oh, we're pretending to be in the past. I guess that's still in the future. No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> that video was something else. Like, oh, let me get out my wallet and do the like I don't know. I hate it. <laughs> All right, so like, let me just tell me some more about other outdated mediums that you think were like good enough, like VHS. Like, what was really the problem with that? Oh my god, VHS! I hated VHS so much from day one because we had a Betamax, man. Oh, mm, yeah, so much better. I had an Alpha Max. It was even so better. there. <laughs> what were those? There were like there were also like even bigger ones than VHS, right? That that people in the movie industry had. Laser disc? You ever see one? No, no, no. Like a big cassette. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think I remember seeing those. I never heard the name of that because I think it was like some industry secret and they would have to kill you if they told you. I think it was Alpha. (laughs) Didn't we just do that joke? No. I think he did. Oh my God. This is going to be the worst episode ever. I'm not not listening to this. (laughs) Well, I have to pay attention to this? Uh, Well... Well, should we talk about 
Apparently Should we talk not. about the Apple Watch? That's my question. <laughs> Wait a second. Did we just do that? Let's talk about let's talk about stuff we don't have. <laughs> All right. Okay. Serious time. Apple Watch. You gonna buy one? Yes. Yes. Day one. Okay. Day one. Which one? I'm gonna uh, sports. Because <laughs> you play a lot of sports, right, Moltz? Hey, I'm running. I've been running recently. Oh, okay. So Good for you. You know. Screw you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I just when I think John Moltz, I think sporting type. I think you know the. I'm actually the sweater sick, tied around the neck. I'm actually wearing my my running stuff. Right, we ran in the rain with the dog. How about that? Wow, that's pretty good. It's raining here. I did yeah. not run, and I don't have a dog, right. so I mean, it's a damn mess out there. I I, I want to get whatever edition it is where. It's like the magnetically closing clasp on the watch. So I think it's not like the mm-hmm. fancy gold ones or anything like that. The middle one. just not my style anyway, nor can I afford the, it. You can buy any band, can't you? They all work with any band. That's the whole point. It's supposed to be like personal, personalizable. That's not. A they word. don't advertise <laughs> it quite that way, though, because they don't, um, they don't, don't show the... Like, they show sports, really? the sports ones with less, ne- less nice bands. I'm not, so, I'm not positive. That you can. I'm not sure if there's a way to. Tell I mean, I, I here's the thing: is like you look at them, and it, it, to me, it looks like all of those, all of the connectors are basically the same, no matter what. Why would right. they make this different connectors? Um, well, no. So, I, so you're saying you can mix, you can mix and match the the bands between all these different Apple watches, but you can't use a, you can't use a, a like generic watch band. Right. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying, no, I'm no, saying no, any no, of no. the Apple Watch bands should work with any of the versions of the Apple Watch. I think that's true, based on. Otherwise, what, that would seem insane. Yeah. Yeah, but so well. I, I think that I like like the space black stainless steel style that they have. I, it's a pretty nice looking. I agree. That's nice. The space gray aluminum is not bad either. You know, we don't know how much that one costs. Yeah, right. and um, I I'm I'm only willing to commit three hundred and forty nine dollars to this <laughs> to this cause. So uh, I think the the sport in um in, in the same black will probably be. Good enough for so me. So, okay, like, well, we've been talking about pricing and about, like, the whole, you know, the setup with the iPad, like, line and stuff like that. Do you have a speculation on how much more you think the... So, here's... I want to leave out the edition one with the gold because I think yeah, that is, like, ridiculously huge, like, ridiculously expensive. But do we think that the normal... What do they call... I don't even know what the... What the there's the, Apple Watch, Apple Watch Sport, and Apple Watch right. Edition. Right, the, the straight so Apple the Watch. Do we think that's Apple going to be substantially more expensive? Do we think it's like an iPad mini to iPad, or do we think that's like thousands of dollars even? Oh, I think it'll be within in the hundreds. I think it'll be like... I would think it's, I would think it's got to be within the hundreds as well. I would, think, I would guess 500 is my guess. Right. That could be. Somewhere between like 499 and 699 or something. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah. And for like a for a first edition, I'm just not I'm not willing to pay. I mean, you know, I can see myself perhaps paying, you know, springing for that mid range down the road. Ah, so here's why I but... disagree. I think when Apple Watch Two comes out <laughs> with Retina display, that <laughs> it will you'll be able to buy just the standalone watch without the band, so you can just swap it in. Right, but you still gonna have to pay. Yeah, you still have to pay hundred bucks or something. Right, but yeah. I think the expensive part isn't the isn't the watch part. It's you the, think it's the band? Yeah, I think that the 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 pricing difference between the sport and the watch. You think? Well, I'm sorry. You think you think the, the fancy band costs more than the super powerful computer that's embedded in a yeah. watch? No, no. Okay, so I don't know where I'm losing you guys. John, I thought you were about to say that you're on the first edition. You're not going to buy the fancier band. You're going to go with the cheaper. No, no. We talk about the watch. No, no. I'm the watch. I'm going to buy the the sport watch, which is. Uh, it's aluminum and it has glass front instead of sapphire. Oh, okay. 
I see. Yeah. Well, so here's the question. What is the upgrade? I mean, and, and lots of people speculate about this too. Like, and I'll break it in the second day. What does the upgrade cycle on these things look like? <laughs> because you're not going to pay, I don't know, you're going to replace your watch every year with a new $500 watch? They don't know. They like, like, I mean, I would well, think but we know, right? Longer. Like, that's why I'm asking you guys. <laughs> yeah. I would think that it's even longer than the iPad though. Oh yeah, for sure. And what's going to suck is if you are that first gen and the second gen is like miles better, yeah. that's going to, it's going to be painful. Well, can you, re- you're going to resell your, original. hey, you want this right. shitty watch now? No, that's true. <laughs> and I mean, like certainly it'll be updatable, right? I'm sure you'll be able to get software updates. Uh, and it doesn't look like there's any ports on there. So it's going to be all just Wi-Fi from your That's a good point. OS device, I'm guessing. So I'm yeah, guessing when you right. want to install an iWatch update, an Apple Watch update, you'll do it from your iPhone. Um, you'll do maybe. your iWatch update from your Apple phone. <laughs> yes. You'll need, you'll need eight gigabytes of space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Managing space on my iWatch is going to be a pain. <laughs> I th- that was the thing I asked them when I was there was like, hey, so during the presentation, you mentioned like that you could download music locally to listen to like how does that work and they're like i don't think we gave any details about that i'm like no you didn't that's why i'm asking <laughs> the best and the best. no and no like audio out so you have to get some sort of bluetooth yeah headset so i am fascinated by this it is it is possibly the most interesting device apple has i would say ever made just because it does seem so even things like the iPhone or the iPad, which you could sort of extrapolate from technology that we'd had before. I mean, the right. smartwatch exists. You know, certainly people are making smartwatches, but like, it does seem fundamentally like they're trying something really, really radical here, and it might suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, so and here's the other thing: is I find people are very divisive when I talk to them about like I have a lot of people who are like that thing is super ugly, and then I have a lot of people who are like, oh, it looks really good. And I kind of feel like I'm in the middle where I don't think yeah. that the product photography on the site is actually the best representation of it um, because it's not it, – when they first, like, put out the – you know, they showed the video at the event, I'm like, holy shit, that thing looks huge. <laughs> um, but if you see people who wear watches that are, like, you know, big metal watches, I don't think it's substantially bigger than any of those. But a lot of people – you know, it's a very personal thing. And so I think a lot of people – I've definitely talked to a bunch of people who think that it looks hideous. Um, I don't have any taste, so to me, it looks fine. <laughs> I don't think it looks hideous. I don't think it looks spectacular. I mean, I have traditionally worn a round watch, so I don't think it looks... It looks like a nerd watch. Is Apple Watch 2 going to be round? Is that going to be the number one? We heard our customers. God, I doubt They've it. They've demanded a round it, watch. It looks like the nicest of all the nerd watches, but it still looks right. like a nerd watch. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Apple has a way of being able to convince people, like, not techie people, that their stuff looks awesome, right? So that's kind of what I'm interested in is the idea. I'm that... interested. I'm interested in knowing if there's any difference with the larger and smaller ones than just size. Yeah, I don't think there is, honestly. Yeah, I it think doesn't. It's... They don't advertise it that way. It seems like it's supposed to be exactly the same. And they don't, you know, they don't call them men's and women's watches. Although I right. think that's they. No, I'm they... getting the. I'm getting the little one. Yeah, what the I... hell is wrong with you, frankly? <laughs> <laughs> I have small wrists. That's what's Deli- wrong with me. Delicate wrists, I believe you mean. <laughs> Dainty, thank you. Big doc, <laughs> small wrists. Got it. Now, <laughs> if, you're, if you're looking at all the different watch faces, the default watch faces that currently exist anyway, which one is going to be your, your go-to default <laughs> watch face? Man, we're getting, we're getting really <laughs> I, I can't decide. I got to know. This is killing me. I can't decide. I have to I know. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is a good choice. <laughs> Mickey Mouse could be a good choice. I, I might wear I might wear Mickey Mickey for a while. Um, 
Yeah, I can't see all the. Oh, Definitely not. I mean, I would probably go with an analog. Yeah, with an analog face. Uh, I'm see like the chronograph face is a little bit. There's, I don't like the hollow hands. <laughs> but I, I'm leaning a little bit towards utility. It's just it's a little bit too much. Utility kind of looks like an Android watch face right now. So I'm hoping it has a little bit more refinement. But it shows you, it shows you. Oh, what you t- see, you, there's actually a. a yeah, yeah. Selection if you, of if you faces. Go to the design, if you go to the design section. Oh, okay. Design. And scroll yeah, so down. if you're following along at home, apple.com <laughs> slash watch slash design. This doesn't really concern you, but if you... <laughs> but so the utility face says, here's the, uh, here's the time zone, All the right. time in another time zone. Here's, uh, I don't, I think it's a timer at the upper right. And then here's your next calendar appointment. And then, of course, here's the current time. And I like getting all that info at a glance. It was the coolest thing of the Meta Watch when I wore that was that it had like it was a terrible design and it was uh, grayscale. <laughs> but it was like, here's your next appointment. Here's uh, the current time. And here's like your next reminder or something. And having all that information without having to press any buttons was cool. And I kind of, since Apple won't give me powerful lock screens that do that sort of thing on my phone, I want my watch to do it well. well and I just think this face is a little ugly. I'm interested in, I don't know how adjustable it is, but the modular face um, where you can actually pick like different things to be on there. Mm, yeah, um, that's cool. I, I like the idea of that. Uh, and I like that it has the other, um, the sort of uh, the concentric circles things, which I think is the activity tracker. I was going to say, what the hell is that thing? That's the activity oh. tracker, the thing that tells you, like, oh, you've stood this many minutes out of the day, or you've been active this many minutes out of the day, and, like, how close you are to being done oh, with, like, your that's goal. Their, that's your progress bar. Yeah. How close you yeah. are to being dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Notice all, yeah, there's a watch face that just counts down the seconds until you die. <laughs> you've used up 55% of your life. There, there is a watch face that does that for the pebble where you can tell it how old you are and it uses the average life expectancy and it counts oh, down. <laughs> People would kill for that. Do not want. Dan, did you answer? Are you going to get one on day one? I, if, I'm, if I have income, I definitely want one. Uh, and I think it will probably be a good investment for me, but I got to look at the pricing because like John said, like if it's... You know, I, I don't know if I can justify spending more than 350 bucks on this, especially if I'm not having any income or have very little income. Awesome. Well, I, uh, uh, uh I, but I didn't, uh, uti- I, I think I'm leaning towards utility. That's okay. nice. That's nice. Yeah, I think so too. I think the solar I don't have one. Lunch. I don't want to have lunch with Ben though. I think the solar one looks kind of cool, honestly. <laughs> The really? Solar one? Really? <laughs> I, kinda, I, think I don't even know who you are anymore. Futuristic. Like where the sun that is. Looks like, that looks like an Android face. Yeah, but like a well-designed one. <laughs> like, I would like that face if the sun was constantly moving on that parabola there. <laughs> like, bloop, every Oh, second. I assume it is. Oh, no, I was thinking just it's where the sun is in the sky. Yeah, but like it's, the yeah, sun moves right, less. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. right, the sun moves in I'm the sky. I'm saying if it moved constantly, like every second. It oh, went the oh, oh that, that's more of like a heartbeat thing. Like, doop, um that'll come later also love the idea of the astronomy one just because it has that button you can push where it's like here's where all the planets are constantly a question for me I, i'm always wondering yeah, if we're in like the house of break. mars or whatever oh look yeah it has that it has the orbits oh my god <laughs> <laughs> wait wait so which magnetic one do you want do you want the, so the stupid you want the well, milanese loop I do also like the Milanese loop, although I think it's probably going to price me out. It's, it's you remember, that's the one with all the crazy, like, it's, we've individually crafted each link. Right. From, I think like, that one's going to be too expensive. So I'm, I'm instead looking towards, Leather if loop. you scroll up, the space black stainless steel. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. 
I, I can't. I see. I don't like metal watch bands because I feel like they always get caught on the hair. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that's right. I don't like that so either. I'm worried about my arm hair for sure. But I've I've concluded that I will either shave my arms for the watch, <laughs> or more likely, I'm, I've concluded that Joni Ive has handled this. Like I think that all those grooves are filled in. It looks like in this picture, like there's black inside all those grooves. It's like that's the hair protector. Wait, so the space the space black stainless steel is actually the color of the watch, though. But there's but a, no. the band looks different Wait, from the stainless a... steel above it. It's darker. Yeah, yeah. So like it's the I think those are the link bracelet. If you scroll down slightly, I think it's just a dark oh, version of I the link bracelet. You might be right. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Look at that. I didn't even realize that. that steel, that steel link. Well, right, because each yeah, of the watches has two colors. Yeah. Right. And I think of both the of the of both the sport one and the normal one, I think I would go for the darker color. I would listen to this podcast. I like this show. Uh, I do think that that heartbeat feature is so stupid. (laughs) If anybody sends me their heartbeat, I'm defriending them forever. (laughs) What about your wife? Defriended. 